Thanks for joining us today for the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast. We'll get started in just a moment. If our podcast adds value to your life, please consider sharing it with family and friends. And if this is your first time with us, please subscribe so you'll stay up to date with the latest message. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of Esther, brought to you by Mission Tabernacle Outreach. I want to thank each one of you so much for your faithfulness to this ministry. I hope you're going to enjoy my favorite queen in the Bible, Esther. Now let's dive into chapter 2 and see what the Lord wants to show us today. After the anger of King Ahasuerus had quieted, he remembered his wife, Vashti. He thought of what she had done and how he had made a decree against her. Have you ever made a bad decision in a relationship or marriage? But once you realized it, the damage was done. You couldn't repair it even if you tried with all of your might. That is the predicament that the king had gotten himself into. There was no turning back on the decree he had given. Like always, there were voices screaming solutions in his ear. The king's servants suggested that they seek out fair young virgins for the king. They suggested the king appoint officers in all of the provinces of his kingdom to gather together all the fair young virgins unto Shushan the palace. There was a house of women in the palace. There was a keeper of the house. His name was Haggai, the king's chamberlain. Haggai was to see to it each young woman was put through a purification process. Then the king was to choose who he wished to take the place of Queen Vashti. The king seemed to be very pleased with this suggestion. There was a Jew in the palace. His name was Mordecai. Mordecai was with Nehemiah, an exile in Shushan. He held a high position in the palace at the same time that Daniel was exiled in Babylon. That would have been about 200 miles west of Shushan. At this time, Ezekiel also was exiled in another part of Babylonia. Mordecai's ancestors had been carried away from Jerusalem with the captivity, which had been carried with Jeconiah, king of Judah. King Nebuchadnezzar had carried this king away. Mordecai was left to bring up his uncle's daughter, Hadassah, who was later to be called Esther. Hadassah was her Hebrew name, and Esther was her Persian name. She was Mordecai's cousin. She was left without her father or mother. She was fair and beautiful. After the death of her parents, Mordecai stepped up to the plate to raise Hadassah as his own. This gives us a view of Mordecai's heart and personality. He was willing to give of himself for little Hadassah. It came time for the decree to be released. The king's commandment was heard throughout the kingdom. Many young maidens were gathered together unto Shushan the palace, under the custody of Haggai, keeper of the women. Her beauty must have caught the eye of Haggai. She became a strong potential for the king. She pleased Haggai. She obtained kindness from him. 
He gave her the things that she needed for purification. Some of the things belonged to her. She was given seven maidens or attendants to take care of her. He sent her and her maidens to the best place of the house of the women. The hand of the Lord was leading this whole scenario. The same thing happens in our lives today when we trust the Lord. He guides our steps, for His plan is not ours, even when we question what is happening. Esther didn't reveal to anyone that she was actually Jewish. Mordecai had warned Hadassah not to reveal that information because of possible prejudice. Mordecai walked back and forth in front of the court of the women's house to know how Esther was. He wanted to know what had become of her. Every maid's turn had come and gone to go into the king. Hadassah had spent 12 months being prepared according to the manner of the women. This is how long it took for the purification process. For six months, they were purified with oil of myrrh. For six months after that, with sweet odors and other things that purified women. This year-long process was required for any maiden before they could approach the king. Every maiden was given the choice of what she desired to go with her out of the house of the women unto the king's house. This was pertaining to dress or ornaments. This was the way she prepared to look, the way that she thought was best for the king. I'm sure the king could tell a lot about the women's personalities through this very process. In the evening, she would go into the king and in the morning return to the second house of the women. This time she would go into the custody of Shoskaz, the king's chamberlain. He was in charge of the concubines. She would come before the king no more unless the king called for her. This ritual pertained to every woman. The time for Esther had finally arrived. She asked for nothing except what Haggai had appointed for her. Esther did not depend on herself to choose her dress or her jewelry. She left it up to Haggai to choose for her. Esther obtained favor from all who looked upon her. She stood out above all the rest. We could learn so much from Esther. Be who God has created you to be. Don't strive to be like everyone else. Always strive to stand out in your own way. Not to be prideful or exalt yourself above others, but because God has chosen you to be the beautiful individual that only you can be. Esther was taken into the house royal, into the presence of King Ahasuerus. There were four years that had passed since Queen Vashti had been banished from the kingdom. The king fell in love with Esther. He chose her above all the other women. She obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all of the other virgins. He set the royal crown upon her head. He made her queen in the place of Vashti. God knows the perfect timing for everything in our lives. At the same time, though, that Esther had taken the throne, Satan was busy trying to destroy, in particular, every member of the tribe of Judah and all of the Israelites. He tried to stop the arrival of the Messiah 
by attempting to destroy the family line that Jesus would arrive from. I love how he was totally defeated, and he will forever be defeated. Are we not so many times just like the Israelites, not faithful to God, but he's always faithful to us? God's provision for us never stops, even when it does not seem that he's present. Once again, the king decides to make a feast for all his princes and servants. Even Esther had a feast of her own, just as Vashti had. He even gave the provinces a break from paying taxes for a while. He gave gifts in honor of his new queen. There was a second gathering of the virgins together. Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. This meant that Mordecai was sitting in a governmental place of authority. Esther was still holding the secret that she was Jewish. Even though Esther was queen, she was still honoring the request of her cousin Mordecai who had raised her. The king at this time had two chamberlains who were doorkeepers in the palace. This position was a very high position of trust. These two chamberlains had become angry. They wanted to kill the king. Mordecai found out about this plot. He made sure to tell Queen Esther what he had found out. This saved the king's life. It was found to be true and both men were hanged on a tree. It was written in the book of the Chronicles before the king. It's really hard to close this study and wait until the next week to see what will happen. The book of Esther is exciting and it keeps you on the edge of your seat. I hope you will tune in next week for chapter three of our Esther podcast. You know, I love how we have a king that loves us unconditionally. He longs to have us near and spend quality time with his chosen. If you have not made a move to become a child of King Jesus, please do so today. Let him be Lord of your life and fill you with the presence of royal love. I'm going to pray the prayer of salvation. And if you feel the Lord leading you, please pray with me. Dear Lord, we come to you today with another wonderful study of Esther, God. I just thank you, Lord, how you're just pouring into our heart what you want us to see, God, about your royal kingdom. God, I pray if there's anyone here today that does not see you as king, that they will. And God, that they will embrace your love and embrace your anointing that you want to pour out on them. If anyone here has not accepted Christ as your Savior, please repeat after me and let the Lord change your heart. Dear Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for my sins, to infiltrate my heart with your royal love and change my life, God. I pray that you will lead my steps guide my directions straight into the palace and the mansion that you have prepared for those who love you in heaven. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to join each week, you may go to www.kingdomrock.org. Search for Mission Tabernacle Outreach. You can also join our podcast by searching us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or Pandora podcast. Please pray that the Lord will continue to lead us into the highways and byways 
where we have the opportunity to lead others to Christ. May God bless you all. Have a great week.